Hi there, folks. How you doing? Did you have a good week? Well, I had one of the best weeks of my life, and I kid you not. As you know, I turned 50 last Saturday. Went out with some friends for some dinner, had a great time, got fall down drunk at 50 years old. Ah, uh, yeah, that one really slipped away from me, folks, but still, it was a great time. I enjoyed every minute of it. That I remember. But this is actually not what this is about. This is about the surprise. Oh yeah, my brother and my friend got me really, really good. Um, I, when I was in Tokyo last month for my friend's 50th birthday, I one of the guys there kind of let it slip that my friend was going to be coming up to Sapporo for my birthday. And he didn't say it, but what he said was, he said, we are planning what to do for your birthday. I was like, what? We? So I kind of had an idea that my friend was coming for my birthday, um, but I thought he would actually be coming on Saturday, not on Friday. And, and I had no idea that my brother was coming. Zero. That, I was completely in the dark. I mean, Friday night, I thought it was just going to be my wife, youngest son and I, uh, for a quiet, you know, kind of dinner, a couple of drinks, uh, before my birthday party on Saturday. But what happened was, another friend of mine delivered all kinds of crab legs. Way too many crab legs for enough, uh, way too many crab legs for one person. So I was really curious about that. They arrived on Thursday. I was like, whoa, Motowaki has sent so many crab legs. What is this? This is just beyond generous. Um, but I guess he knew that there was going to be more than just the three of us uh, for dinner on Friday. So Friday, I cook up all the crab legs. And I'm sitting there and my wife and youngest son said they're going to be a bit late. So I'm in the kitchen by myself, cooking away. Got a couple of other podcasts going. It was, it was great, you know. So they come home about, what was it, maybe 8.30, I think my wife and son came home. Sit down. We've got my wine and cheese, my annual wine and stinky cheese. I think she got it at Daimato this year. There's a little cheese platter she gets me every year that... I love, I absolutely love. So we've got the wine. Um, my son, my youngest son, Jota, actually picked out the wine. It was called Simple Life. And he picked it out because it was a man and a woman sitting on a bench in a silhouette. And he thought it kind of looked like his mom and I. He's a sweetheart, ain't he? <laughs> so that was this year's wine, Simple Life. A nice red, what was it? A Oh no, I can't remember. I think it was a Merlot. Anyway, um, there we are having dinner. About 10.30, the door opens. I'm like, oh, somebody's here. In walks my friend. Like, whoa, what is this? This is fantastic. Because now I've got my special cheese, wine, crab legs, fantastic pre-birthday dinner with my friend. Great. Now, that's enough right there, isn't it? You know, your family and your friend for a little dinner. 
So he sits down and um, opens a beer. We start talking a bit. It's like, hey, how's it going? How you been? I said, it was like, I knew you were coming. I knew you were coming. I thought you were coming tomorrow, but I knew you were coming. And he's like, I know, I know, I know. That dumbass let it slip. Um, and then a few minutes later, the door opens again. And my brother from Canada walks in the living room. Happy birthday, he says. It's like, I was speechless. Speechless. I couldn't believe this fantastic birthday surprise. It was, they did it perfectly. And I can't believe they actually pulled it off. I can't believe they pulled it off because there were so many people that knew about this surprise. It is just shocking the amount of people that were involved and nobody let it slip. All our family and friends in Canada knew about this. Pretty much all my friends in Japan knew about this and nobody said a word. When I was in Tokyo, they all knew about it. The only slip up was that Sean was coming. Co all completely hidden. Check this out. My wife and my brother started planning this on July 21st. <laughs> Ain't that something? July 21st, they started planning for my brother to be here for my 50th birthday. My God. And I am still over the moon with that birthday present. That was the best birthday present I could have got. I mean, yeah, oh, he brought me a nice t-shirt as well. <laughs> It was just, I still can't, I still can't get over how well they got me. I, again, I was 100% in the dark about the whole thing. They did it. They pulled it off. Unbelievable. They all had their cameras out ready to video the event. And the, oh yeah, they got me good. I, I was speechless. I couldn't believe it, you know, I think I had to say his name a couple of times just to make sure. <laughs> you know, like, Dave. Dave! <laughs> it was just one of those moments a family has that will live on forever. I mean, yeah, his plane ticket was really expensive, and I'm so appreciative to his whole family, his wife and kids for for giving him up for five days to come and, and celebrate with us. You know what I mean? That it was just the best. So, you know, he, he, he comes in about 10.30 and he did this big countdown. He, he counted down from five in his Instagram post. Uh, you know, he counted five. Five was in Toronto at uh, Pearson International Airport. Sorry, did I say Toronto? Toronto. Toronto, you know? Hey. Canadian, eh? He counted five in Toronto. Then he counted four in Tokyo, where he met my son. I mean, my own... My son in Tokyo went to meet him at the airport. This is how much everybody was in on this uh, surprise. So, uh, what did I say? Five was Toronto. Four was Tokyo with Kaito. Three was Chitose with uh, my buddy, with my friend, who they kind of got together and coordinated their flights. So he flew up from Tokyo. They flew up 
flew over and up from Canada. So they kind of coordinated it so that they were both landing. So they both arrived in Chitose at about the same time so that my friend could navigate my brother back to my house here in Ishikari. You know, I'm sure Dave could have done it, but it's easier with somebody who knows what they're doing, right? So they got together and coordinated this whole arrival. So then three was Hokkaido, Chitose. Two was when they arrived in Sapporo. And one, boom, them kicking my ass with this surprise. <laughs> wow, they got me good. Oh, my God. You know, and then uh, my brother and, and everybody were, were out uh, on Saturday night. And, you know, a couple of other friends came to the house Saturday afternoon, uh, Saturday morning. But my brother and I, that first night, we were up till five in the morning, just shooting the shit, getting caught up. You know, I think my brother had mailed one person. I think he said, it doesn't look like we're going to be sleeping at all tonight. <laughs> um, but, you know, some other friends were trying to get a hold of me as well. And, and I just put my phone down and, and I, I didn't bother charging it. And I didn't even really care to look for it just because there were so many people I was just chatting away with, which was great because, I mean, even Saturday morning, you know, we, we all had breakfast together. I, God knows how that happened. Five in the morning we went to bed. Um, and so I didn't even look for my phone. It wasn't even on my mind. It was just amazing, you know, having my friend, my brother, actually in my house. It was one of those moments, again, one of those moments that will live forever as an absolute treasured, treasured memory and I'm still just over the moon that, that they all did it. They all came together. I mean, my cycling friends knew about this. I, I'm, I'm moved, really moved and honored that people uh, thought or think enough of me to have gone and done all this from enough food being delivered the day before for the amount of people that were here Friday night when I thought it was just going to be the three of us, you know, for planning flights from Canada, from Australia, from uh, Tokyo, Yokohama. The fact that people went to all this trouble and the presents people brought. I mean, I was gifted with some really delicious cheese and um, a, a whiskey and it's just it's overwhelming folks people i really felt the love and um again i i so appreciate and i'm honored to have all of you in my life i mean another couple of friends gave me 50 beers 50 beers because i'm 50 i mean how amazing is that i i oh and and let's not forget the peanut butter ice cream folks oh man this stuff one of my cycling friends makes peanut butter ice cream and it is to die for let me tell you it is the bomb so you know he brought that over in the afternoon and you know we shared the peanut butter ice cream with my brother and my wife and a, and a friend it was just the whole thing was was magic it was it was so great well, actually, wait, the peanut butter ice cream was on Sunday and it was 
even better because I had a wicked hangover. <laughs> Ouch! Pass the Tylenol! But yeah, um, that whole thing was... Um, I, I'm so happy that, again, nobody got spoiled because that was my brother's whole point. His whole point was that he wanted to make it special. And he did. And um, getting caught up with your bro was, um, it's really something special when, when you've got a, a brother who you don't see very often or at all. <laughs> well, but we talked about this as well because the distance has really been cut because of social media. I can talk to them face to face for free anytime I want. Not sure there's a wicked time difference, but it's it's really cool these days. That is one very, very positive thing of social media. And I mean, things like Facebook, things like Instagram, they can see what's going on in my life. They can see how my kids are, how my wife is, what we're doing. They can see the horrible weather that we've been crushed with this week in uh, Hokkaido, in the Sapporo, in the Ishikari area. How fucked up is this storm being, eh? I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that somewhere in North Ishikari, I'm not sure how deep in Ishikari it is, they got 75 centimeters of snow through this storm. Man, that is a serious dump. But another thing about the storm, because it's been so warm recently, the snow's wet. And wet snow is not fun to shovel. I mean, it's so heavy. It sticks to the pavement. It doesn't want to be moved. Powder snow wants to jump out of your way. Let you silkily glide right through it. Not this shit. This stuff wants to stick around. It's nasty. But it's been really mild uh, up until Wednesday. So, but I mean, that was also really freaky. Like, my brother arrived the Friday evening and then he left Wednesday afternoon. He was originally supposed to leave from Chitose at 3.30, but all these storm warnings were just popping off all over the place. So that was really scary. We weren't sure if he keeps the 3.30 flight, we weren't sure if he would be able to leave Hokkaido. And the way that storm went down, man, he would not have left until Friday at the earliest. Because, you know, Wednesday, awful. Thursday, a full-on blizzard. Uh, Friday, he probably would have been good to go somewhere. But, I mean, Thursday, even the buses weren't running in Ishikari. Even the buses were shut down. So, good luck with the flight. But when we were in Chitose, looking at the uh, flight board, so many departures to different places in Hokkaido were already being cancelled. And that was at like 1 p.m. in the afternoon. So, and there was all these storm warnings all over the place. Schools were closing preemptively for what was coming. Uh, students, elementary school kids that had been sent home uh, were told once they get home, don't go back out because the storm's going to be really bad. So lots of students didn't come to my uh, English classes that evening. This is how major this storm was going to be. And it did not disappoint. I know we had, at least the first night, 
here in Ishikari, we had 30 centimeters. However, how, however many centimeters we had by the end of it, I'm not sure. Definitely over 40, probably about 40. Um, but again, it was wet and it was heavy. But so with Dave having the 330 flight, we, luckily we were able to book him on a 230 an hour earlier. And after my brother went through the gate, I left. Um, you know, as you do, no, no point really sticking around. You got you to pay for parking and all that, right? But he said while they were on the runway, the snow had started. So, man, dodge the bullet there. Because you, you like to keep your original travel plans, right? You don't want to get stuck in a hotel. You don't want people coming back for one more pickup or, or anything like that. You just want to get on your airplane and you just want to go and, you know, get it over with. When you get delays that are like a day long or, or you know, may possibly even two days long, that's a bummer. That sucks when you're sitting in airports in transit like that with delays due to weather. But again, the 3.30 flight might have been okay, but definitely the 2.30 flight got him out of Hokkaido in good time. So that was a good one. Some of the things Dave did when he was here in Sapporo were awesome. You know, of course, you know, we had the big party on uh, Saturday night. Uh, Friday night was here in Ishikari at my house, which, again, I had no idea they were coming. <laughs> uh, even when some of my other friends were making reservations for dinner on Saturday, they are like, all right, yep, dinner for four. That's it. An Aussie friend of mine came back for this as well. And, you know, they're saying, all right, yep, dinner for four. Uh, Marty... This guy, this guy, and Aussie, four people, yep, yeah, okay. But they knew well that, you know, my friend, my friend and my brother were coming for dinner as well. So I was like, hey, wait a minute. What does this do with all the plans? And everybody knew. Everybody was like, no, no, same plans, just reservations a little bit bigger. <laughs> Amazing. So we went to some great restaurants. We went to some really cool restaurants. Um, the one place the party was at Barefoot Bar in Tanukikoji. That was that was great. So many great people there, and seeing my brother there interacting, meeting all the Sapporo people that I've been friends with over the years is is kind of surreal. You know what I mean? It's kind of like two worlds colliding. <laughs> so that that was really neat. I, I really really enjoyed that. Super happy he got to meet people from my work. He got to meet pe people I've known for 25 years in uh, Japan, in Sapporo. Which, by the way, my actual 25th anniversary is coming up on Sunday. Sunday, January 28th. January 28th, 1999 is when I first arrived in Hokkaido. Man, I... What a ride it's been. And again, seeing that collection of people in Barefoot Bar was fantastic. And seeing them all, meeting my brother, you know, having a laugh together. You know, my family from Canada's now connected to my family here in Hokkaido, here in Sapporo. And I just, I love that. Thank you, everybody. Um, but also some of the touristy things that we did with, with, with Dave were great. You know, we did a bit of shopping in Sapporo Station. He got some cool Japanese t-shirts for my niece and nephew back in Canada. 
That night we had a yakiniku dinner. You know, the ones where you grill up your food by yourself? Those are always fun. Then the Monday. Monday! Unfortunately, I had to work. But I didn't know this. My wife had booked off Monday so she could take my brother sightseeing around. So they went to Escon Field out in Kita Hiroshima. So that's the new fighter stadium. I've never been there. Now Dave's had kind of a walk around and a check it out. He said he couldn't believe how big it was, beautiful it was, a unique building. And it really is. Um, That's also a a good cycling destination for me. Cycling out to Escon Field, cycling around the grounds and checking it out is, is really cool. That's a decent ride as well. It's not the longest of all times, but that's a good one. If you're cycling, I suppose maybe if you actually live in Kita Hiroshima, it's not exciting at all. But if you live somewhere else, somewhere with a great distance, uh, Escon Field would probably be a pretty good destination for a ride, especially with it being brand new. Very cool. After that, uh, my wife took him to Hokkaido Shrine in Maruyama. That Hokkaido Shrine is always good, but they were saying it was kind of under construction. Hokkaido Shrine is also a good cycling destination, only now they don't allow bicycles in Maruyama Park, which I can kind of understand, but sometimes doesn't it feel like there's a war on bikes in Sapporo? You can't park in front of the station. You have to pay for parking in an inconvenient place to the uh, east of the station. Ah, there's a bunch of stuff. Sometimes it kind of feels like there's a war on uh, bicycles and Sapporo. It's, it's pretty weird. But yeah, and then also, because Maruyama is this kind of super rich area of Sapporo with all the, the giant houses, my wife took him for a, a driving tour just to kind of check out that side of town where he's never been before. That area is also a really good ride. There are some serious hills to climb. If you want a good cycling place, if you're really into climbing with some really interesting views of those mega houses, Maruyama is a good destination to ride. Very cool. Then uh, she took him to uh, Okuryama Ski Jump Hill and the uh, Winter Sports Museum there. That looked like they had so much fun together because they were trying all the simulators. You know, in the Winter Sports Museum, it the Okuryama Ski Jump Hill, they have like an ice hockey goalie simulator. They have a ski jump simulator. They have a speed skating simulator. So they came back with all these videos of them trying all these different sports and and simulators. It's pretty cool. It It looked like they had a really, really fun day, which made me feel really good too. You know, my, my brother and my wife out seeing the sights of Sapporo while I was at work. (laughs) but great fun and hey get this so my brother was a professional ice hockey goalie right superstar the guy was awesome or an awesome player and in the ice hockey goalie simulator he didn't stop one shot (laughs) take that dave (laughs) then after that uh event day they had touring around uh the next day i took off work you know and the people at work were great because the people at work were like whoa your brother actually here you know they saw some of the uh facebook videos of the surprise and they're like wow that's so great and 
you know, then people were like, is he still here? It's like, yeah, he's here till Wednesday. They were like, that's it. You take paid days off now. <laughs> take Tuesday and Wednesday off. This is, and I agree with him. I, I hadn't, I really wanted to, but once my coworkers were encouraging me so much, I was like, oh yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta take Tuesday, Wednesday off. It, it really was a once in a lifetime event. And Dave being here for my 50th was, I, I, I know I've said it and I'm, I'll say it again and I'm gonna say it more. It was the best. It was the best birthday present ever. Then, uh, so the Tuesday, Dave and I, we, we, uh, my wife made us a reservation for the Sapporo Beer Garden in uh, Naibo, in Sapporo. Ever been there, folks? It's a really cool place. If you're coming to Hokkaido, if you're coming to Sapporo, I highly recommend you go for lunch or dinner. It can be a little expensive. I mean, lunch for the two of us, with a standard course and a nomi hodai, again, standard course, we didn't go the premium or anything like that, it was still almost 10,000 yen, which my dad actually paid for. He sent some money along and I thought, hey, what better way to use some of my dad's money with getting his two kids lunch, you know, his two sons lunch. So that's what we did. And it was so much fun. Also, they have robot service there now. Some of our Genghis Khan came to us uh, by robot. Like, yeah, Japan, baby. <laughs> it, it was great. It was such a great day. We had such a great conversation at that table. Just the two of us, just talking about everything. Our, our lives, um, our mom, our dad, our nothing important, uh, hockey. You name it, we just got into it. And what a fantastic lunch that was. Plus, if you're gonna to go to the Sapporo Beer Garden, try to get a reservation for Kessel Hall. Kessel Hall is the one with all the bricks and the wood and the, the warm lighting. That is by far the best beer hall in there. I think there are three. If you're gonna go make a reservation for Kessel Hall. The other ones are nice, the food's great. They do not have the atmosphere of Kessel Hall though. And we also checked out the free beer museum there. Um, you can do a little tour with the, the history of Sapporo beer. Really interesting. And again, if you're coming to Sapporo, make it a must see. It really, really is worth it. After that, we went for a walk around the city. You know, you gotta walk off all that food. That was a big lunch. And we were full of beer. <laughs> So, you know, we go for a walk, it's snowy out, it's beautiful. We walked uh, from the Sapporo Beer Garden to Odori Park to check out the snow festival. Now, the snow festival hasn't started yet, but it was really cool seeing all the sculptures under construction. That was the first time I've seen it like that. Um, and obviously, the first time... Wait, that's not obvious. And also, it was the first time my brother ever seen anything like the snow festival live in person so that was really really cool um anytime this was my brother's third trip to japan and they've always come in the summer so you know snow festivals impossible but that was really cool watching the uh japanese self-defense force 
sculpting all these giant sculptures. It, it was really, really cool. There were some really cool things we saw too. Like, you know when the international teams have their block of snow? Well, we got to see the mold getting... Uh, we got to see the mold being taken off one of the blocks before the international team gets to start sculpting it. That was really neat as well. That was really, really cool. And then, guess what? We topped that off with some more beer. <laughs> <laughs> we we uh, yeah we went back to barefoot for some more uh, beer that afternoon, and the timing couldn't have worked out better because then you know my wife, she was on her way home and she said, "Hey, do you want me to pick you up at about six thirty? Excellent. So we poured ourselves into my wife's car and, and got a ride home. Oh, what a trip! What a trip! You know, I mean, then it was time to pack and. You know, Wednesday, we left pretty early to get to the airport, you know, just in case traffic or, or whatnot, and just to make sure everything was clear and, and and all that kind of jazz. And it was, again, what an amazing trip. I had so much fun. And again, I am so appreciative and honored of all you amazing people, my friends, my family, that came together to make that happen. You guys made that yeah that that i think that was my best birthday that that was amazing absolutely amazing thank you thank you all so much one ah one thing that came out of the dinner on saturday uh one of my cycling friends bought himself a touring bike and it should be arriving in about another week wow so now my cycling friends one of them has a gravel bike and the other's going to have a touring bike. And I'm still going to be on my old, kind of last on its legs, mountain bike. Yeah, I got the slick tires on it. But it, mm, it might be time to get a new bicycle. And a, mm, a touring bike, I think is, well, obviously a touring bike is what I need for the, the kind of cycling I do. I mean... I'm 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 really into long distances and and the the toges and things like that. So a touring bike is definitely what I need. But um, money, man, you know. Um, but I I might do it. I I think I'm gonna do it. Uh, and and it will be a touring bike. What kind of touring bike? I don't know yet. What I do know, I don't want. I don't want drop down handlebars. Um, I want, you know, the straight bars like a mountain bike kind of setup. I just, I'm not really, I, I don't like that position. I don't like that drop down position for handlebars, but I, I'm going to have to look at some other options and I'm, I'm obviously going to have to look at a whole bunch of bikes. So there's going to be some bike shopping in the next few weeks. I do believe, maybe not in the next few weeks, but definitely before season, which could be March 7th. But here's another thing. I'm kind of hesitant because honestly now i hope this doesn't sound too weird i honestly feel an emotional attachment to my bike i feel an emotional attachment to my shocking green mountain bike i love that bike you know you ever get attached to things like that i mean i i certainly do um and that bike is one of them that bike and i have been over, have ridden over 42,000 kilometers together. 
It needs a new chain for sure. It needs uh, maintenance, you know, as, as they do at the, at the end of season or, you know, in between seasons. Um, but I think it could be time to uh, pull the trigger on maybe something more appropriate for the kind of writing I do. Um, because 2024, we've already got some pretty big rides lined up. And that is, yeah, it's going to be really exciting, I think. Oh, and one more, by the way. In the poll from last week, with the episode uh, I called uh, Not As Old As Jomon. <laughs> Although some of you have said that's not true anymore, you are. <laughs> but in the poll, 100% of you that answered, answered, as to your age, not 50. Uh, now, I kind of worded that wrong, I think, because does that mean you're just not 50? Does that mean you're over 50, under 50, under 25? I don't know. I'm going to assume it means you're well under 50 and you were being cheeky buggers. <laughs> yeah, so this week was amazing. And I scored an extra day off on Thursday with uh, th my school being closed. So that, that, was, that was really, really cool. Actually, it was kind of weird. Most Sapporo schools closed, but Ishikari schools stayed open. What the fuck is that about, eh? Ishikari people are hardcore, man. Hardcore. But yeah, and then, you know, my brother arrived back in Canada safe and sound, uh, which is always good to hear. You know, he's, uh, he's fighting the jet lag right now, man. And on a sh I've done a short trip like that before. And it's really weird. When you're five days this way or five days that way, you're almost getting used to it. You jet lagged pretty much the whole five days. But it's getting a little better. Then you go back and you're jet lagged all over again the other way. It's a weird thing that happens to your body when, with those kind of short trips. And I don't know about you, but I, I don't sleep on airplanes. There's only one flight I sleep on. And that's the flight coming back to Hokkaido uh, from Tokyo after a Canada trip. It's the only flight I can sleep on. I, I don't know what it is. Well, I, I think it's because... When you're trying to make connections from Toronto to Tokyo and, and all this kind of jazz, you're kind of teed up because you're anticipating problems. You don't know what's going to happen. Something might happen. Will something happen? And then once I sit down on that flight up to Hokkaido, I'm often, boom, asleep before it takes off. So I think it's just because it's the end of the journey and, and that's it. So... With me just saying I'm probably going to get a touring bike, I know I've said that. Please don't hold me to it because it might not happen. They are pretty expensive. So I, it looks like maybe I could get away with getting a, getting a touring bike for a little more than 100,000 yen. Maybe. Am I fooling myself there? Hmm. Well, we're going to find out. Folks, just a fantastic week. Thank you to all of you wonderful people that came out for my birthday. Thank you for you amazing people that took a flight here for my birthday. To my wife, to my kids, thank you. I love you all so much for what you did for my 50th birthday. You blew my socks off, folks. Thank you. All right, Cycling Hokkaido listeners. Thank you very much. It's been an amazing week. Um, I hope you have a good one yourself. 
And, oh, by the way, by the way, just in case you were wondering, the Snow Festival actually starts on February 4th and ends February 11th. I will be there for sure, as always, but that's uh, a couple of weeks away still. But anyway, sorry, guys, thank you very much, everybody. Have a great time out there. Love you. Saiki Hokkaido!